0: Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, guys. Welcome to the Armor Report. Thanks for joining me. It's a Monday. Um, Armor stands for Algorithmic Risk Management Research, and today our show is about cannabis, our favorite investing theme. Welcome, as I like to say, welcome to the cannabis couch. I'll explain that in a minute. Now. As always, this is a show about stock market investing. It's a show about how I manage my own assets, whether it be cannabis investments or anything else. I'd like to say a couple of things about the world we live in and what I'm trying to do. Number one, this is the age of the quantamentalist. I talked about that last week. Look it up. Understand it. It's the combination of quantitative analysis and fundamental analysis together. It's the quantamentalist. This is what I'm trying to bring to you every day. I'm sharing with you 30 years of experience, hard-fought knowledge, pain and suffering. I'm trying to share it with you so you can avoid some of that and be successful growing your net worth, investing in the stock market. It's a live trading desk surrounded by screens. Phone might ring. Bear with me if I have to deal with that. Um, Today's topic, we're going to focus on the cannabis stocks. I have been promising our Armor Report subscribers, that I'm going to send you guys a cannabis report. I haven't done it yet. I'm going to explain why. So, I will reveal to you on this show the cannabis stock that I've been doing research on that's been at the top of my whiteboard. Okay, I'm going to do that in a minute. I like to also say this is a show about. Um, The old adage, you give a man to fish, he eats for a day. You teach him to fish, he eats for a lifetime. So I'm trying to help you understand how I manage capital. I'm not trying to tell you what stocks to buy. I'm trying to share with you the process I go through in order to determine if I want to make an investment. And hopefully over time, you guys will learn that process and be able to execute it on your own. I'm always here to help my whiteboard the whole purpose of the whiteboard is to tell you what i'm focusing on so you guys could do some of your own homework and and focus on it yourselves now it's true it's true the rumor mill the rumor mill has it right i am working on the armor report insider which will be a subscription service where i'll give more exclusive content about what i'm actually buying when i'm buying it but for this show I'm just trying to teach you guys how to fish, okay? So I'm going to walk you through how um, and why I'm doing analysis on this particular cannabis stock so you can begin thinking about it on your own and determining whether or not it fits in your profile of risk. Everything I look at is risk and reward. At the end of the day, when I'm done with the quantitative analysis and the fundamental analysis – it equals will I take the risk for the reward that I'm expecting, and what are the probabilities of that success? They have to be at their highest for me to take that risk, and even then I won't take the risk if I don't think the reward is going to be big enough. Okay, So that's how I'm always thinking of these ideas. Before I get to that, I always like to start with a discussion of the algorithms because this is the age of the quantum mentalist. I am a quantum mentalist. I share with you our quantitative algorithms of how we manage risk. So I'm about to do something today, very important. You see in the top part of the screen here, I have a bull up trajectory, I've had that for a while now. And I've been sharing with you that while we're risk off in the portfolio, it doesn't mean we've sold everything. We're building in um, uh, dividend paying assets, right? In the world, of almost $16 trillion of negative interest rates, the blue-chip dividend payer seems like a, a very conservative and intelligent way to put capital to work um, to create passive income, right, to pay your bills. Let's put some money to work that kicks off dividends that pay your bills. Life becomes lots of fun when you're able to do that. Okay, So that's where we are focusing, and our algorithms have been saying that there's just there's too much noise. We follow seven indexes. Using proprietary algorithms to tell us when to add and subtract risk, and what we need is confluence to get aggressive when it comes to putting risk in our portfolio. And I've been saying this, you know, for a few weeks now. I, I, there's just no confluence. We have some indexes telling us to get long, some telling us to stay in cash, and that tells us we can't get aggressive. We can continue to build our long-term approach. We can um, add positions that create passive income um, but now today I have to reduce this bull I have to take him off the screen. okay I'm not going to put the bear up, but the bull's off the screen. We're just very uncomfortable with the behavior of the stock market right now. The com- the, the lack of confluence has lasted long enough for me to say, I can't even really be bullish on this market. And so um, I don't know the reasons fundamentally for this quantitative confusion, but I will tell you, and I've mentioned this before last week, that there are some strange goings-on in the repo market that nobody seems to be able to explain. And then today, a subscriber noted this, on StockTwits. She did a great job highlighting this. Today, New York Fed governor said that there'll be more repo problems at the end of the quarter. So the Fed's adding tons of liquidity in the repo market and there's still structural problems and nobody at the Fed can figure out what it is or why. That's a major problem. Now, History doesn't repeat. It rhymes, right, Mark Twain? So in 2008, we had these problems. It was a liquidity crunch. The market collapsed. That's probably not going to happen this time around, okay? I'm not predicting 2008, but there is something wrong with the repo market. Now, I know Jamie Dimon, the head of J.P. Morgan, came out and said, nothing wrong. Everyone expected this, no big deal. And I know Chairman Powell says nothing wrong. We can handle this. No big deal. But I will submit to you that Ben Bernanke and the CEOs of all the big investment banks said the same thing in 2008. And why wouldn't they, right? It doesn't make any sense for them to say there's a problem because then the problem gets worse. Okay, so don't be lulled into a sense of security there quantitatively, something's wrong with the market. We can't get confluence. And then we have these major issues with the repo market. You know what repo is? They, banks lending to banks overnight. You have a 10% rate on overnight lending, and banks still won't lend to each other? Why is that? I don't know. I'll throw my hat in the ring. Is there a problem with a major bank out there, and so nobody can tell where the tentacles go? Is Deutsche Bank about to go bankrupt. I don't know. I don't know. But I'll tell you one thing, if if that is the issue, then banks won't lend to each other because nobody knows how much counterparty risk each bank has to the Deutsche Bank problem. Okay, enough said. Let's get to the cannabis couch. Now, why do I call it cannabis couch? Okay, obviously, we all know the symbiotic relationship between cannabis and the couch. But I also say that Because as an investor in this space, you need a psychiatrist's couch to deal with what's going on in the space. So welcome to my cannabis couch. I promised Armor Report subscribers – and by the way, if you're not one, please go to our website, Armor Report. Um, You'll see a pop-up. Free Armor Report. Just give us your email address, right? I only send – I promised you guys a cannabis – Action alert, maybe this weekend. And you didn't get it in your email box. Okay? And it's because I couldn't write it. God, I wanted to. I was in the midst of writing it. And I looked at it, and I said I can either click send or I have to click delete. And I clicked delete. Now, here's the reason. This is what I'll promise you about the Armour Report action alerts. I'm only going to send you something… If there's actionable information in there that I feel is worth something, I've been subscribing to different newsletters my whole life, and the one thing I cannot stand about them, almost all of them, is that I get tons of stuff in my email box that's worthless, or they write a report miles long thinking that if they give me all of this information, I'll feel like I'm, I don't know, getting something worthwhile. To me, it's not worthwhile all I want to know from these other services and what I'm going to do for you now that I'm, I'm I'm spooling up my service is I'm going to give you information that's actionable and I'm going to give it to you in bite-sized pieces so it's easy to understand so you don't have to read through reams of data that's my job my job is to read through reams of data right and then break it down for you in an email saying this is what's happening this is what we're doing okay so, I could not do that over the weekend. At the tail end of my research, I ran into issues where the reward and the risk just didn't match up. The risk kept getting worse and worse as I kept doing research. Okay, so here's the big reveal this is the stock. And what I'm going to do is walk you through my research, I'm going to give you the pros and the cons. And then you can see why my conclusion is inconclusive. That's for me and my capital. Now, what you want to do with your capital is up to you. This is a stock on my whiteboard. It is a stock that I'm following. I'll continue to follow. Okay. Let me start real quick with a picture of this. Let's don't, ref- let's don't forget that that's a picture of the, the cannabis stocks. This is why we're on the cannabis couch. Wild volatility, self-inflicted wounds, Stocks that are going straight down, okay? I show you that picture. Don't forget a thumbs up there. I'm going to take it down for now. Okay, look, I show you that picture to remind you that it's very difficult to make money in a stock when the whole group is collapsing. So while I'm doing my research the last couple weeks and writing this report for you guys, I know that the bar is incredibly high to put capital to work in the marijuana space, okay? Three out of four stocks follow the market direction. So we don't really have great bull market direction right now. We have wild volatility and no confluence. And then an even higher degree of stocks follow the group. So if the whole group's imploding, it's very difficult to find that one leader that's gonna make money for you. Okay, here it is. Grab a pen, grab a piece of paper, I'm going to lay it out for you, chapter and verse. The stock I've been doing work on, and by the way, great guesses. Some of you guys that commented, I really appreciate that. We had Hexo, ACB guesses, Um, uh, um, what was it, True Leave. You're right. All those names are on my whiteboard, but that's not the one I was working on. Here's the stock I've been working on. That is innovative properties. IIPR is the symbol. Indian India Papa Romeo. Okay? The black line is the 50-day moving average. Green line is the 200-day moving average. I like to buy stocks that are on the 200-day. I like to buy stocks on weakness. So you can see the reason why I've been doing research on the stock in the last couple weeks is that the stock had come all the way down to the 200-day. Which was the first sell-off in a pretty massive uptrend for the stock. Now let's go review. Let's review the positives of why this is on the whiteboard. And I'm just going to go real quick. I'm going to read you some topics. Okay. Read you some, first of all, in case you guys don't know this business. These guys are a REIT, a real estate investment trust. Okay. They 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 do triple leasebacks with cannabis. Properties. So don't forget, and this is really why it's been on our list, don't forget, right now cannabis companies have an incredibly difficult time raising capital to build out, right? Obviously, cannabis companies can't access capital here in the U.S., for instance. There's banking issues, right? Banks won't lend to them. So they have to go to the capital markets, or they have to go to um, um, well, they're all the capital markets. They have to go to debt, they have to go to equity, all these different things. You know, some great companies keep going to the equity market and crush their stock. Other guys are trying to cut debt deals at, you know, interest rates. So here's another way to create liquidity and build out a project. Do a triple lease back. I'm just gonna read some of my notes here, okay? So, this company is financing cannabis growers, paying cash up front for them to expand, and in exchange, getting 15 year contracts with cash yields of 14 to 15%. This is phenomenal. Okay, these are the pros of this real estate investment trust. You guys know I'm building out my dividend passive income investing portfolio. Here's a great idea, right? I think it's a great idea. They have a dramatically increasing cash flow payout. They're up to 3.35% yield and growing. Okay. Here are some issues. Um, well, let's just keep looking at the numbers, okay? Most, just to give you comparisons, on, on REITs, most REITs that are in the triple net leases uh, business, they're receiving six to eight percent cash yields. It costs them four to five percent for capital costs. That gives them a one to two percent gross margin. And let me tell you, people love that, and they pay out. And it's a great business. You can find triple lease back REITs in all kinds of businesses. Retail spaces, you know, all kinds of stuff. You guys can go research it, look it up. Okay? So, by comparison, if you look at the numbers of IIPR, it's pretty impressive. Their capital cost is 3.3%, yet they're picking up 12 to 15% return. So, net, they're looking at around 12% um, gross earnings off of their capital investments on their properties. That's a huge figure, and it's why the stock has done so well. Okay? So it's very compelling to me from a couple different reasons. Oh, and I didn't even mention this part yet. I like the management team. They've done this before. They've been in the REIT business 30 years. The last time this management team was together – they uh, built a medical REIT and then sold it to Blackstone, I think, for a couple billion dollars. So they know what they're doing. These aren't fly-by-night guys. And they see this opportunity in cannabis. And while we all think that cannabis eventually will be you know, uh, reclassified from Schedule S1 and we're, while we're waiting for the Banking Act to pass – Um, these guys have this perfect window of opportunity to raise cash, put it out, collect a huge yield. Let me tell you another thing I discovered on the conference call. When they originally went public, they talked about gathering cash on the initial public offering and putting it out. Maybe it would take 12 to 18 months. Well, it took under 12 months. And now, they did a secondary when the stock was trading at $124 a share. They raised a whole bunch more money that they think they're going to put out within six to nine months and probably closer to six months. It's an incredible land grab right now for them with a high yield and a dividend going through the roof, and that's why it's on my whiteboard. So why didn't I write a report and send it to you guys? So here's an action alert. Go buy the stock. Here are the problems. I did a lot of digging, reading through the 10Ks. There's three things that disturb me to the point where I just can't – I won't go out there and put my own personal money in the stock now, so I couldn't possibly write an action alert and tell you that you know this is the greatest thing you should be focused on. I, I just can't. It's on my whiteboard, and, and maybe at a 6% yield, I'd have more interest, but here are the three problems. Okay, here, here are the three problems. The first thing is, if you look in their 10K, they're going to tell you that they have been, they have been um, performing. I'm just going to read this for you because it might be easier. They've been performing. Their business has been um, encapsulated in what's called the Jumpstart Our Business Startups Act, the Jobs Act, and it's been considered an emerging growth company, which has allowed them, this is the key, to take advantage of specified reduced reporting requirements, and it's been, they've been relieved of certain other significant requirements that are otherwise generally applicable to public companies. Now, That's a mouthful. It's not that I don't trust the management team. I'm sure they've been doing the right thing, but they say right there in the 10 K that that emerging growth company status is going away December 31st and they're working as hard as they can. And it's costing them money to get all the things in line to be a regular company with all the correct reporting. That's a risk. I don't know if I'm willing to take, I don't know what they're going to discover. Will they have to to, – when they change over to a normal REIT, normal rules and regulations, will there be any restatements? If there is, that's going to whack the stock. That's a risk. It's hard for me to take it. Let's move on. Um, Is the dividend secure? They're lending to a lot of cannabis companies. They're getting – Valuable asset, they're getting high rates of return. If the cannabis space develops the way we all think and we all believe this is a great investment theme, then my guess is the dividend safe. But if we go through a blow-up first and some of these companies go out of business, just one company, one property that has to be reduced from their expectations of cash flow and earnings – would hammer the stock. So um, it's best to have a REIT company, obviously, that's got tons of properties. So any one or two problems doesn't ruin the cash flow. And right now, this is a new business with not a lot of properties. So any one problem creates a serious risk to the stock. So that was the second mark against it. Now, here's the third mark against it that really kind of sealed the deal for me. If you dig through the paperwork, you're going to find there's a a convertible debt obligation. That if converted, will double the shares outstanding, which would obviously reduce the trajectory of their dividend growth. So, one reason the stock's up huge is their dividend growth has been phenomenal. They're raising capital and putting the money out real quick and having huge returns. But if you read through the fine print, it tells you that that convert is convertible when the yield on the equity is three and three quarters percent. Right now, we're at 3.38. When the yield gets above three and three quarters percent, it's convertible. So it kind of puts a cap on how fast they can grow this revenue, uh, I mean this, this this dividend. Some might say it will be a good thing, add more liquidity to the stock. It may be. But right now the stock has been on a stratospheric move because of massive dividend growth and their ability to put out capital. And what happens when that starts converting? So… Um, These are the problems, guys. These are the problems that arise for me. And so I look at the group. It's in a complete free fall. So it's very hard to make money in the space anyway. So in order for me to write an armor report action alert that says this is a stock worth paying attention to, I have to believe it in 110%. right? There can't be any errors. And there's just too many issues with the stock for me to write the report. It's a disappointment to me, but I'll tell you what. I am going to work on a research report for you guys. I will put out an Armour report, Quantumentalist, where I look at the cannabis space and I share with you what has to happen to the whole group in order for me to get more bullish fundamentally and what is at the top of my whiteboard this seems to be a topic you guys are interested in so i'm going to tell you top five stocks at the top of my whiteboard that i'm itching to pull the trigger on and i have to wait for these six or seven issues to resolve themselves fundamentally for me to get really aggressive on these stocks now there might be a quantitative aspect where i start buying some of these stocks Before these six or seven issues are resolved, but I need to see some resolution on these six or seven issues before I can really get aggressive on the space. And I promise you I'll write you that report so you can order your own thinking. It will be an action alert that you can print out, put up on the board and say, okay, here are the things. Let's monitor these stories to see when they start coming in the line. So that I will work on and try to get it out to you as soon as possible. I appreciate, as always, your time today. Don't forget that thumbs up. It helps me out always. Uh, Any other questions, anything you want me to do research on, I'm here for you. Just let me know what stocks you find interesting, and I'll see if it's something that I find worthwhile putting on my whiteboard. All right, guys, you have a great day. I'll see you again on Wednesday, 1130 for the next update. Take care.